Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is The Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to The Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In last week's episode, I spoke again with Philip Hicks, international trauma-informed process coach and facilitator of trauma-informed training for coaches, called The Coach Approach. If you missed that episode, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. This week, I'm talking about transforming your universal constant, when to lean into the heat and when to burn it all down. Let's jump in. Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm talking about transforming your universal constant and when to lean into the heat and when to let it all burn down, okay? Basically, we're talking about major, major change in your life, in your business. So, hey, I'm Trina Sarekia, and I help coaches hit consistent 5K months in their businesses with my 12-week one-to-one coaching program, The Energetic CEO. And today, I'm talking about transforming your universal constant and when to lean into the heat and when to let it burn all down, okay? This is a big title the universal constant and transforming it. Oh my goodness. Can you transform something that's constant? Well, one aspect of it it you can. So let me ask you this question. Wherever you go, what is the one thing, the one constant, wherever you go, no matter where you go, can you guess it? There you are. All right. No matter where you go, there you are. You take yourself wherever you go. Whatever baggage you have, physical, mental, emotional, you are carrying that around wherever you go. So that is the one universal constant that you carry with you no matter where you go. All right, but you can transform that. You can transform that. And here are some things to think about. You know, why do you want to, why do you want to change? All right. Now you may not, you may not want to change, but think of a time in your life when you did experience something that made you want to just burn it all down and make a major change. Burn your bridges burn your boats, and just make a major change. And it might not be something recent, but think about in the past with, with work, all right? Because this transfers, this transfers from past employment, from past relationships, and you carry it with you. 
Okay, and here's how to break that chain so you're not carrying all of the old baggage and you can transform how you see things. So the one constant is you. So let's talk about the concept of boiling the frog. Okay, it's a horrible, horrible analogy if you adore frogs. If you like to eat frogs, then that's different. But here, the analogy, and it works for humans too, boiling the frog. How do you boil a frog? Very, very slowly. Okay, if you have a pot of boiling water and you throw the frog in it, it will hop right out. But if you put that frog in cold water and you slowly increase the heat and you increase the temperature one degree at a time, the frog gets used to it is used to it, is used to it, is used to it, doesn't understand why it's sick, and then it's too weak to jump out, and then it's dead and cooked. All right, and that same thing happens to us as humans. Hopefully not the boiling water, but when we talk about emotional stress, stress at work, stress in our jobs, stress in our own businesses, check the temperature of your water. It's okay to say, oh, I can tolerate discomfort. I can tolerate challenges. I can tolerate these things. But when do you decide that it's time to change? And so I want to talk a little more about making a change because there's a couple of ways that you can go about it. All right. One is, um, have you ever had a job where you said, that's it, I quit and I'm going to go get another job. But think of a time when you had, perhaps it's a job or it's a relationship where he's like, this is it. I'm done. I, I can stay no longer. I can tolerate it no more. I quit. I'm out of here. All right. Now, let me preface all of this by saying, if you are in an unsafe relationship, physically unsafe, if you are in an unsafe job, then by all means, make a change. You can work on your emotional intelligence later. Okay. So, but this is if you're relative, you're physically safe, but it is emotionally and mentally painful to be there. All right. And so let me pull back a little bit and look at that job, that relationship, that boss, that series of coworkers. So think back to that. And what was it that made you want to just burn the ships burn the boat, burn the bridge and leave and get out of there. All right. I'm, I'm sure we've all had that experience at some point or another, but what happens when you get that new job and for a while it's okay. You get that new relationship and for a while it's beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship, but then you start to see the same qualities that burnt you in the last job, in the last relationship with the last niche. I'm pulling it into coaching people. It's all rosy, bright and shiny and new, the honeymoon period. But then the things that you hated about the previous job, the previous relationship, the previous niche start showing up here and now. If you're not really paying attention, you'd be like, oh, well, this isn't the job. This isn't the niche. This isn't the relationship for me. I'm going to go find another one. 
and then you find after a honeymoon period and the shiny has worn off the same qualities keep coming back so when I was in my early early to mid 20s mostly early 20s I came to have that understanding I realized that wherever I went I met the same kinds of people the same kinds of people the people who knew how to push my buttons I'd see the same kind of challenges and problems and then I realized that the only thing the only thing that any of these things had in common was me I was the only constant in each of those situations it was a hard blow because nobody likes to nobody likes to be the problem nobody likes to think that they're the cause of their own problem right but I got over it I got over it pretty quick and once I realized that when I was in a difficult situation, perhaps it was a particular kind of personality that a boss had, a particular kind of personality co-workers had, particular aspect of niching that burnt me over and over again. I learned how to deal with that situation in that situation. So I learned how to work with difficult people while I was working with them in that situation and after a while difficult people that particular kind of difficult person was no longer a challenge for me it was no longer a problem I learned how to interact with them in a constructive and generative way now that's not to say that all the, the all the relationships were rosy and I would want to stay there permanently obviously not but I learned how to deal with those people when I dealt with the situation in the situation I learned the lesson that I needed to learn in that situation and I realized that I was not escaping from the situation I was dealing with it and I realized that hmm I'm done with that lesson I'm ready to move on then the next job or next relationship or next business venture I took I did not experience that same problem again I did not experience that same kind of person again or if I did it was not a challenge I already knew how to work with them I already knew how to respond to them I already knew how to take what they shared with me I found new challenges, new challenging people, but once I had that original success of learning how to deal with my original bad guy, the original difficult person, the original business challenge, I could generalize and figured out how to deal with the new situations faster and easier. This sort of came up. I, I, there was no one situation this week, but I just saw again and again where people on Facebook and other conversations that I'd have, people were talking about making major changes in their lives. The important thing that I wanted to convey to them was that 
don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater because you just can't see the baby in the dirty bathwater. Don't just, sometimes there is a time when you need to, in copywriting, they call it kill your darlings. The, the copy, just because you love it, but it's not working, you don't have to just get rid of it. Sometimes you need to sit with it and create some space around it and really look at not just what the problem looks like, but how you're interacting with the problem, how you're responding reflexively to the problem. It's finding that emotional intelligence. And I think as human beings, we, we can always grow more with our emotional intelligence, that we can always make 1% improvement. All right, there's always room for improvement in how we deal with challenges. Because once we deal with those challenges head on, they become less of an obstacle later on in life, later on in business. So when you change how you look at a situation, the situation changes. But again, I want to remind you, if you are in an unsafe situation, physically unsafe, emotionally under, unsafe, mentally unsafe, then you do need to remove yourself. All right. But if you are experiencing a big change that you need to make in your business, I encourage you to sit with it for a minute. Lean into the discomfort. Find out what this really means to you. What does it really mean? What about you that if you thought about it differently would change the situation? What if you changed how you felt about the situation so that it no longer, you were no longer at the effect of it? Okay. Deal with the problem in that situation so that when you leave, when you do something that is more in alignment with who you are as a person, as a business person, you don't run into the same problem or it has a much smaller effect on you or you recognize it much earlier. Okay. And one of the reasons that I brought this up and one of the stories that I can share about my own life is that I've been doing this kind of work for myself for the past 30 years. Back in 2014, <clears throat> I decided to go on a sabbatical. I'd been consulting for several, several years, building parts of the electronic medical record, and I loved doing it. I was good at it, but I just didn't feel like it was everything. I felt like there was so much more, but I couldn't quite see it yet. And so I stopped taking contracts and went on a six-month backpacking solo trip through Europe and Southeast Asia. I adored every moment of it. Even the times when I got dog sick. All right, dog sick in a couple, I got sick in Paris. I got sick in <clears throat> Nice, Italy, a couple places in Southeast Asia. But I loved every moment of it. And then I came back got another consulting gig and just to see if I could do it. And I realized it wasn't for me. And then I got into copywriting and this is all before I realized, Hey, wait a minute. There's such a thing as coaching. I've been doing this for years. I love this. Let me do just this. Okay. And it was <clears throat> later on as I was going to school and becoming certified as a coach, 
that I was talking with some peers and one of my peers asked me, Trina, do you think you were running away? Because I love to travel. I adore traveling and I adore being able to have my freedom and to create a life that looks like freedom for me. And when I spoke about my sabbatical, I think that really triggered them to ask, were you trying to run away? Was I trying to escape? And it stopped me for a second and I, and I reflected, I reflected and I could honestly say that it was not an escape. It was a recognition at the time that the consulting work that I was doing, even though I was good at it and I liked it, the people were exciting and interesting. I loved the, being paid to travel. I mean, that was pretty awesome. And I was making amazing money. But there was something that was missing. And I wanted to explore that. And so at no point did I feel like I needed to run away, that I needed to escape. It was an internal sensation, a feeling like, hmm, like my intuition. Because ego is all about fear and avoiding pain and my intuition it was just like a full deep body grounded knowing that it was time for me to make that change and every time I've made a change from that place amazing things happen and I want this for you I want to encourage you that if you're feeling a need for a major change because some the situation that you're in now is really uncomfortable it might be painful, a difficult relationship, difficult work, a niche that isn't working for you yet. I encourage you, as long as you are safe, physically safe, mentally safe, to sit in, in that space and lean into it and to create more space around it and to really explore how you feel in the situation can you change your perspective? And if changing your perspective is possible, is it something that you want to do? And if changing that your perspective is something that you want to do, do you want to stay where you are? Or do you see other opportunities around you that you would prefer to take? And that process allows you to make peace with where you are now. And to feel a sense of accomplishment of finding a safe and comfortable place with where you are now. And to make an informed change when you're ready, as soon as you're ready. This whole episode has been about recognizing yourself as your universal constant and using your own emotional intelligence to lean into discomfort. Once you change how you interact with that discomfort or difficult situation, then you are able to grow into new life and business experiences that are more in alignment with your mission and vision. In my next episode, I talk with Sue Perez, an Emmy award-winning television makeup artist for NBC Universal. She's also worked on The Dr. Oz Show, HBO, and Law & Order SVU. She's the author of Beneath the Makeup, 12 Lessons to Empower and Inspire You. It's a powerful episode, folks, so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. 
I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. I also have a special invitation to share with you. If you are a coach who wants to identify your self-worth, break through limiting beliefs, and overcome energetic blocks to scale to consistent 5K plus months, I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you, your business, and what's holding you back from scaling to consistent 5K plus months in your coaching business. If you still need more help at the end of the call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome.